Greetings, brothers and sisters. Thank you for continuing this biblical journey with me. We're going to continue with 2 Thessalonians. It's the 52nd book in the Bible. It's the 14th of the 27 books in the New Testament. And it's also the 8th of the Pauline letters or epistles. And this book was also written by the Apostle Paul. In 1 Thessalonians, Paul encouraged the Thessalonians. But after its arrival, additional seeds of false doctrine were sown among the church members, causing them to waver in their faith. Paul responded by writing this letter and clarifying the issues that were causing so much distress. The apostle begins by commending the believers on their faithfulness in the midst of persecution and encouraging them that their present suffering will be repaid in far greater measure with future glory. Therefore, even in the midst of their terrible trials, they shall live confidently and with hopeful expectations of a brighter future. Paul then deals with the central matter of this letter, correcting a misunderstanding regarding the second coming of the Lord Jesus. False teachers were reporting that Christ had already returned for his church and that the Thessalonians had missed him. So the apostle assured believers that the Lord had not yet come. As evidence, Paul detailed the extraordinary events that would take place after Jesus returned for them. First, the falling away of the church must occur. The second chapter, third verse. In the end times, the church will be apostate. A large portion of its membership will abandon the true faith, preach heresy, and practice ungodliness. The man of lawlessness must be revealed, found in verses 3 and 4. This extraordinary, ruthless, and wicked leader will completely rebel the Lord's authority. The lawless one is known by several other names in scripture, such as the Antichrist, the Beast, and the Son of Perdition. Last but not least, the restrainer must be removed from the earth. Verses 6 and 7. Who is the restrainer, you ask? Most likely, it is the Holy Spirit at work in and through the church. So how were the Thessalonians to respond to this kind of prophecy? Well, Paul warned them to labor diligently for the gospel until the Lord returned. As the second letter in Paul's Thessalonian correspondence, this was entitled the second to the Thessalonians. Now, after an introduction in the first chapter, Paul gives the instructions regarding the second coming, found in the second chapter. And in the third chapter, he suggests some practical applications of his teachings. As you read 2 Thessalonians, watch for life principles that play an important role in this book. First, God's word is an immovable anchor in times of storm. Second chapter, second and ninth verses. Second, prayer is life's greatest time saver. Third chapter, first verse. 
An eager anticipation of the Lord's return keeps us living productively. Third chapter, 10th verse. Last but not least, peace with God is the fruit of oneness with God. Third chapter and the 16th verse. Notable verses include 2nd chapter, 14th verse. He called you to this through our gospel, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. First chapter, 10th verse. On the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at among those who have believed. This includes you, because you believe our testimony to you. Third chapter, 6th verse. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from every brother who leads an unruly life and not according to the tradition which you received from us. Brothers and sisters, as with all of the Christian life, balance is key. Amen? And we should always look forward to Jesus' return, but we should also be busy doing good while we're here on earth. That concludes the brief overview of the book of 2 Thessalonians. I once again thank you so much for taking this journey with me and know that I, Glenda Mansell, love you, love you, love you, I do. But realize, trust, and believe that there's no greater love than the love of God.